Hey, I'm Jesse. Let's have a devotion. In Luke's gospel, there is a story within a story. As Jesus has been asked to go and do one thing, he encounters someone else along the way. And while he performs both miracles, the two of them have a cool way of coinciding. This is one of the passages which Pastor Mike referred to in his sermon on Sunday. This is Luke chapter 8. Let's begin in verse 41. Just then, a man named Jairus came. He was the leader of the synagogue. He fell down at Jesus' feet and pleaded with him to come to his house because he had an only daughter about 12 years old and she was dying. While he was going, the crowds were nearly crushing him. A woman suffering from bleeding for 12 years who had spent all she had on doctors and yet could not be healed by any approached from behind and touched the end of his robe. Instantly, her bleeding stopped. Who touched me? Jesus asked. When they all denied it, Peter said, Master, the crowds are hemming you in and pressing against you. Someone did touch me, said Jesus. I know that power has gone out from me. When the woman saw that she was discovered, she came trembling and fell down before him. In the presence of all the people, she declared the reason she had touched him and how she was instantly healed. Daughter, he said to her, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. He has been enlisted to go and heal Jairus' daughter. Uh, imagine this from poor Jairus' perspective. He's just come to Jesus because his daughter is dying in the moment. And Jesus has stopped in the middle of this massive crowd. And it, it, it makes no sense from Jairus' perspective. And even the disciples are confounded at what seems like a really obtuse question from the Logos himself. The crowd is impenetrable. They are hemming him in from every direction. The cause is urgent. There's a girl dying. Jesus, come and save my daughter. She's dying right now. Now, the truth of the matter is that Jesus could heal his daughter from a distance. And as we study the Gospel of Luke coming up, you'll see Jesus even do something like this for the Roman centurion. In fact, he remarks about the tremendous faith of the Roman centurion who knew that Jesus need not be physically present for a miracle. He could just say the word and it's done. Jesus remarks, I've never seen such great faith in all of Israel. This Roman centurion who had a pagan upbringing gets it in a way that the religious elite don't in Israel. Jairus nonetheless does not know this. And so from his perspective, his daughter's dying and every second counts. And then from his disciples' perspective, walking through a massive crowd of people, more crowded than the magic kingdom right before the fireworks start, Jesus, sitting there, touching multiple people at the same time, asks, who touched me? And the disciples are like, everybody. <laughs> they, they, they're sort of nonplussed. They, their, their response is... Uh, like, look, master, the the crowds are hemming you in and pressing against you. Like a hundred people have touched you in the last 20 feet while we try to get through this crowd. But Jesus knows, and he knows that she knows. And he takes time that 
probably incurred a huge amount of anxiety in Jaidus and a real, like a, a heavy degree of confusion among his disciples to stop. You know, it's like an ambulance stopping for a very important conversation. Imagine if like your child's on that ambulance, you're like ambulance driver. Could you please go? Jesus knows that it's going to cause Jairus anxiety. He knows that his disciples don't get what he's saying. He insists, someone did touch me. I know that power has gone out from me. And so then in verse 47, she knows that she's been discovered and she's trembling. And she falls face down before him. She knew that if she could just touch the end of his robe, verse 44, this is called the tzitzit, uh, transliterated to English. It's like T-Z-I-T, T-Z-I-T. This is something that was prescribed in Numbers and Deuteronomy, and it was a, a symbol of the law of God, worn traditionally and out of obedience uh, to the law of God. And this is what would bring her healing. Uh, we're going to study this in greater detail if you want to, uh, if, if you, if you're watching this out of sync with the Redemption Church, uh, and, and it's past February of 2024, you can now go back in time from your perspective, uh, a couple months into the future from my perspective right now as I film, uh, and you can see the, the sermon titled Touching Jesus to be recorded February 11th of 2024, uh, as this passage will be will be covered that day and i'll go into greater detail but for now i want to zoom in on uh what i believe pastor mike is going to draw from in this text it's verse 48 daughter he said to her your faith has saved you go in peace first and foremost if you're watching this on video at allies.network you can see what i've just highlighted here he calls her daughter and he says, your faith has saved you. Okay. Now, time out. Like, you know, before you, uh, before like the armchair theologians all pile on, remember Jesus said these words. Okay. And Jesus knows that his work upon the cross would atone for her sin and save her. And his resurrection would secure her victory forevermore. That his work in fulfilling everything about the sacrificial covenant of God is what would actually save her. And it is Jesus who has said to this woman these words, daughter, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. So this arguably is where she's saved. The fact that she's a daughter of the king. Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. I believe what Jesus is saying to her is, uh, you had the faith, if I could just reach out and just touch the hem of Jesus's robe, those sit, sit, those just symbols of the law of God. If I, it's enough for me to just make it through this crowd. And, and if I could just make contact, even with like the re most remote end of his robe, as he goes by, I can be healed. And you know what? She's right. And so she is healed. Her act of faith, physically reaching out, has led to her being healed. Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. I think that referring to her as daughter uh, speaks to the state of her soul forevermore. 
And I think what Pastor Mike may do in illustrating a sermon on evangelism from this text is talking about the faith of those who can just reach out and touch Jesus and be saved. So I pray that uh, I pray that this text has been a blessing and and you just wait. Uh, devotions 907 through 912. We'll follow up on this. I think it'll be at this point, it'll be uh, session eight in the books to come uh, that are currently being finalized. Uh, I can't wait to come back to this text later. Man, would you just have the faith, if you're my lost friend, to just reach out and touch Jesus? If you would just call out upon him by the power of the Holy Spirit that he is Lord, you too would be saved, saved, forever saved, because everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved.